Hello, this is Amber. Welcome to today's podcast. Website is sacredspacehealing.org. That's sacredspacehealing.org. For those of you that are new to this podcast channel, I am a Reiki master teacher and a shamanic practitioner. I've been running my own healing practice since 2007, and the work is focused on, at present, core wound healing, life purpose work, sacred union sessions, and one-to-one coaching calls. Uh, The website, again, is sacredspacehealing.org. So before we go into today's uh, theme, I just want to say thank you to everyone that listens in and for all your gorgeous messages of support and your donations. So if you wish to donate to the podcast channel um, to keep it going, keep it running, keep it free, then uh, go go over to the website sacredspacehealing.org, click on the home button and there's a donations tab there and you can donate as much or as little as you feel called to at this time. All donations go straight back into creating more free content which I feel is invaluable right now. I'm not affiliated to any organization. I'm not going to try and sell you anything. Um, I'm not in any paid partnerships, and I have no agenda. So as an individual and an entrepreneur at this time, it's pretty challenging, as I'm sure other entrepreneurs and other small businesses and individuals will recognize. Um, I will never be affiliating or selling out um, because uh, I like keeping the energy um, very very much mine on these podcasts and the healing work as well. So all your donations are incredibly uh, generous, uh, incredibly appreciated and do good in the world actually um, because it means that people who may not be able to afford a healing can still get a healing if they were to really dive into all these podcasts. So thank you. Um, so today's podcast is looking briefly because it's a big topic at curses and blessings. So I was online, I was on the social media, uh, that awful place that we get sucked into, and someone quite well known, an adult, put it that way, like a a proper grown-up with a proper job and everything, um, said something about the full moon and how they wish they knew witchcraft because they would be casting um, some spells tonight under the light of the moon and They'd be cursing some people too. And when I read that, I just, a part of me just wanted to dive in and say something, and of course I didn't. But I was really shocked. I just thought, who goes around cursing people? Now, unfortunately, lots of people do that. So, with the explosion of social media and, um, you know, everything going online, plus the kind of programs, TV, film that's out there, the books that are out there. Magic has become, you know, magic in inverted commas, witchcraft, has become kind of sexy. Um, You know, everyone feels that it's a sexy thing to say. A lot of women have this thing of, you know, we are the daughters of the witches you didn't burn. I'm a witch. Join my coven. You know, all this kind of stuff. And that's not to denigrate witchcraft, uh, wicca, and all of that kind of stuff, which... I know very little about, so I'm not casting aspersions on that. What I'm saying is that with the kind of sexualization of it, you know, it's become trendy and cool and very accessible, is that people have access to quite a bit of knowledge without the history, the background, the reverence, the sacredness, the integrity and the heart that goes into using that knowledge. We can all curse and bless We all have the power to do that. We all have the power to create and destroy. It's how we use that power 
that defines us but also defines our world. So you can put a blessing out into the world. You can bless your neighbourhood, your neighbours, your friends, your family, your enemies, your bosses, your world leaders. Or you can curse. And what's the difference? The difference is that if you put a curse out, you are intentionally wanting to cause harm to another. Right? In some way, you want them something awful to happen to them. It's perfectly understandable why we do that, you know, if people do it. It comes out of anger, frustration, pain. Yes, it's understandable. However, once you put that negativity out in the world, you're creating a ripple effect. I don't know, let's take an example. Say you cross paths with someone and they hurt you in some way. And you learn a little ritual. You go get a book um, from it or you, you see something on social media and you think, oh, I'm going to do this ritual to really you know, cause them some pain. And you do your ritual and it works because it's all about intention. Now, whether it lodges in them or not is another thing, right? They might have very strong spiritual protection. They might have a lot of good energy around them or they might not. But say you do it and it lodges in them. And your intention was, I want them to um, lose everything. You know, I want their life to fall apart because they've really hurt me. Do you really know what is going on in someone else's life? Because we never really do. So what if that curse works and that other person's life falls apart and they lose everything? They lose their home, they lose their job, they lose money, they lose everything. Did you know maybe that they had an elderly parent who never caused you any harm, who now can't um, get the care that they need? Did you know that they had three kids who never caused you any harm, that now, can't, that now have no food on the table, and that they have no decent clothes to wear? Did you know that this person also did charity work for a homeless charity that you never knew about, and now they can't volunteer at the charity, the charities have to close down? And all the homeless people that they used to help now don't have someone to help them in the same way. Did you know that this person um, actually did great things uh, in their spare time? They tended to an allotment or they, um, they did volunteer work or the work that they did, their career actually made a positive difference in the world. And now that you've taken that away from them, they're no longer contributing to the positive energy in the world. You can't know what someone else's life is we think we do. Um, someone said to me a, a, few, uh, a few weeks ago, is there anyone whose life you would want? And I genuinely didn't have an answer to that. And then they kind of responded for me because I was stumped and said, well, no, because everyone has their own life. And I said, yeah, exactly. Everyone is individual. So if I look at someone and think, I want your life, that's ridiculous because I don't know what it costs them to get to that place in their life. I don't know what they had to sacrifice. I don't know what their fears are. I don't know what they endure every day. How can I possibly want what someone else has? They're them and I'm me. And so similarly, when we curse someone, when we wish ill on someone, you know, you would have to know every single thing about that person. You would literally have to sit down and say, right, I need their book of life. And I need to know what life was like for them from the moment they were conceived to now, in order to justify your hatred, your vitriol, your whatever towards them. Because 99.9% .9 of the time, most individuals have had something happen to them in their life, right? They've had some kind of trauma, tragedy, pain, loss. And when we see 
the book of life of the whole individual, if we ever could, which we can't, we would then better understand their actions. We would understand why the person who crossed our path, who was mean to us, or, you know, made our life miserable, or whatever, you know, caused us pain in some way. If we looked at their whole life, we would understand where it was coming from. And we would better understand it. That's not to say we excuse it. That's not to say we have to forgive it. But we would better understand it. So we could forget it. So we could, you know, we could we could move on um, with our own lives. And not damage our own energy and our own integrity and our own connection to light by putting dark out into the world through curses. I think it's really important. It's really important right now. People are very um, triggered, uh, scared. Um, there's a lot of grasping for money. Um, there's a lot of fear. And I think more than ever, it is important right now to focus on blessings. You know, if someone harms you, this is why, you know, the, the sort of the scriptures, the spiritual tomes talk about forgiving your enemy, but you're forgiving them more for you and more for goodness in the world rather than them. And I think the, not the easiest, but the one of the ways to look at that concept of blessings and forgiveness is that you don't know that person's full story. You, you, you never can, just like someone can never know your full story. And therefore, it's easier, it's more beneficial to let it go than to seek revenge through retaliation which is actually what curse energy is about, it's about retaliation. It's petty, it's small-minded, it's jealous, it's intimidated, it's fearful. You know, that kind of energy that seeks to take something from someone else, harm someone else, is based on fear. It's based on there isn't enough for me, I'm not good enough, I can't get this for myself. The only way I can get higher is by stepping on someone else. That's a concept that's been taught to us, it's been We've been indoctrinated with it. We've been programmed to believe that the only way we can get ahead is by stepping on someone else's lifeless body. You know, that's the only way that we can achieve. And that's frankly not true. Everyone has their own path in life. Everyone has their own connection to God's spirit universe and their own source of power. And once you tap into that, your life is limitless. It isn't a competition. It isn't about, oh, that person's got that job. Well, now there isn't a job for me. It doesn't work that way. I know we're told that. I know we're fed that, I know we feel that right now, but actually part of our journey right now is to understand that what is meant for you will come to you once you align with it. And that once you are aligned with your truth and your power, your needs will be met. They may not be met the way you want them to be met because you might have expectations that maybe just can't be fulfilled in this lifetime, but they will be met, your needs will be met. Um, and that's something to hold on to. So my invitation is to really think about what you're doing with your words and your thoughts and your actions. Are you blessing or are you cursing? Because um, we don't need more curses in the world. We need many more blessings in the world. And if you can bless one person in your day and curse no one in your day, that's a really rich thing. And if you, you know, as a practice, you might want to go through people in your life that you feel have harmed you or people in your life that you feel that you're unresolved with. And you might want to just work your way through and just sit with, am I blessing these people or cursing them? Now, if you find that you're cursing them, stop. Because <laughs> at some point, it's going to bounce back to you. Stop. And work through whatever your issues are. And if you can get to a place where you can bless them, then great. And if you can't, that's okay too. You know, there's that 
old Hawaiian spiritual practice where you say, I'm sorry, please forgive me. I love you. Thank you. And you work through animosity in that way. And I think it's a really beautiful practice and it's free. It's out there on, you know, um, on YouTube if you want to find the meditations. Um, it's a, you know, it's a very simple practice of blessing rather than cursing. So wherever you are on your journey, I wish you many blessings. Until the next time.